We are live with Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast where every week we react to the latest Nintendo news and uh, some of the other big news floating around in the video game sphere. Now, normally this show would be hosted by Brett Medlock, but unfortunately he is not with us today. He had a tragic accident at Chippendales. So, <laughs> long story short, the, you can The send... Rescue Rangers, not the strippers. Ah, we'll yeah. yeah. So, long story short, you can send flowers and dollar bills to Bowie Funeral Home in O'Fallon, Missouri. Oh, uh, Brett's pelvis just flew too close to the sun. <laughs> John did his research on where Brett lives and everything. I did. did some research I found the name one. of an actual That's place. Awesome. All right, but. <laughs> We're going to press on without him tonight. So I am John Frischer, managing editor at The Escapist and indie game developer working on a game called Boss Saga. And with me tonight, we have Mary Stowe, social media manager at Destructoid and acclaimed Zelda conspiracy theorist. How are you tonight, Mary? <laughs> I am filled with so many theories. I fell down the Tears of the Kingdom rabbit hole and I haven't quite gotten back out yet. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I hope we can touch on some of that tonight. And then uh, next up, we have Mr. Apex Legend himself, Greg Barnes, yeah. writer at PC Invasion and streamer over at Dynamite Giraffe. How are you doing, Mr. Legend? I'm doing good. Doing there it is. <laughs> there it is. All right. There's, there's our <laughs> weekly edit moment for after the show. And last <laughs> but not least, we have the King Daddy Dilf, the man who single-handedly <laughs> solved Japan's population crisis across one hot weekend in Tokyo. Brett Larson. How are you doing, Brett? I think even when Brett Medlock comes back, we're going to need to leave the intros to John from now on, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> then Brett can take over. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm good. How are you Awesome. Guys? Very, very good. Yeah, originally my intro for you it was like a joke involving like dodging child support and like i thought it was funny but it felt too depressing for the show yeah <laughs> so i mean you know it would have been good either way i, I like both they, they both work. <laughs> yeah. yeah don't don't bring All fiction right. into our non-fiction yeah. <laughs> or non-fiction into our fiction I, I i saw what you were going for all right so yeah i think we have a really great show tonight and uh truth is even if i thought we had a bad show i would lie and say otherwise because say i don't want you guys to click out but I genuinely think we do. We have a lot of cool topics tonight. We're talking Grand a, Theft Auto. Yeah. I was going to say, there wasn't anything really big that happened recently, was there? Yeah, yeah right. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not, I, not, I really. mean yeah. <laughs> not many people play Grand Theft Auto. It's a pretty, no. it's a pretty niche franchise. Like, it's, it's kind of down it. there. Yeah. It's pretty much like a small indie, you know? Yeah. Point. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of so, like Minecraft. Like, it's just like this right. really weird little niche thing you don't hear about very yeah. much. But, uh, yeah, sure. we're going to talk the about that. bigger, huh? <laughs> we're going to talk about some uh, Iron Man. How about that? An Iron Man game. We're going to talk Ooh. about uh, Sonic Prime on uh, Netflix and uh, some other stuff. So, uh, yeah, let's start with Grand Theft Auto 6. It massively, massively leaked this weekend. Uh, I guess it really came to public consciousness uh, on Sunday. It was a yep. kid, a kid who's uh, he claims to be an eighteen-year-old, just some teenager. And sixteen, uh, his code I've seen name is like what? I've seen eighteen. Okay. Yeah. I've seen like well, we have. Well, there you go. So he's he, already a teenager. 
<laughs> right. And <laughs> again, I, I'm also clear. I'm also assuming gender. I should clarify. For all we know, this is like the arch wizard lady of coding who's also 75 years old. That's that's but, a good point. We're 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 operating on, on assumptions. Exactly. We're operating on assumptions. Please bear with us. We're doing the best we can with the information that's available. <laughs> so we have a teenager of some kind. And uh not only assumed, has right a exactly, exactly. And not only has this person uh allegedly massively hacked Grand Theft Auto Six, but uh, apparently the week before that, this person claims they also hacked Uber. And uh like how? <laughs> Uh, well, apparently insane. through through uh, Slack, apparently. Uh, so for those it's... who don't know, Slack is a communication app. It's a very boring communication app, but it's an app that a lot of people use, including us. And like so. Uh, yeah, so this guy somehow slid into Slack, uh, like extracted people's info, wham, bam, boom, and suddenly tons of company secrets and whatnot. So, you know, nice. I if think you this isn't the first time that Slack has, like, been majorly hacked <laughs> either. Like, I feel like, I, I, I don't think it was a like, gaming-related. I think there was some other, like, big hack with Slack, though. Okay. I could totally yeah. buy that, because, I mean, like, why why wouldn't it? Like, it kind of has, like, a giant target on its back. Yeah, what were you going to say? Yeah, I've heard, no, I've heard some, like, different ways that that, you know, certain hackers will, like, socially engineer their way into to getting access to information um like for example you know if somebody has like um like there's an executive listed on the company website the person will then go to the company website look at the executive's name and then oh they may have an email that's just their first and last name at you know company.com so then you know they they go and try to ping the email and maybe see if they can get, you know, a, a lost password response from the email or gain access to the email or browse their social media channels or or LinkedIn to get information about this person, which is another reason why you should never answer those stupid fucking quizzes that are on Facebook. Oh, what, what street did you live on as a kid? Or what street did you live on and your dog's name? And that's your yeah, poor name. Or whatever. The, the stripper name. <laughs> what the hell? The street yeah. you grew up on and your first dog's name is your now your stripper What's name. What's the last and, like, word of everyone... your social? Just in case you yeah. forgot yeah. the password. <laughs> right. Hate to break it to you. It's always been my stripper name. <laughs> but anyways, so then they'll, they'll, they'll take this information, then ping the email address to kind of figure out, you know, some of their security terms. And then they'll find out, you know, hey, maybe this company does use Slack. And so it's like a slow infiltration of, of their Slack channel. Like, oh, I can now log into this person's workspace because now I know their email. I can gain access to it. I can do a lost password for Slack. I can do a lost password uh, for their email address, get in. And then slowly they'll, they'll maybe, you know, ping other people in the company. Like, you know, of course you're not going to ignore your, your CEO or your COO's request for like, Hey, uh, I lost my password for the password reset on the back end. Can you uh, send me that link? Or, Hey, um, I lost the access to the, the shared, uh, drive that has, you know, all the, the, you know, whatever files in it, can you shoot me that link? And then they'll access that on Slack, you know, unbeknownst to the person that may not be logged in, you know, 24 seven or have, you know, any sort of authentication enabled and then get that, delete the messages. And then 
you know, in the wee hours of the morning or something, go back in and just pull every bit of information that they could possibly find or, you know, whatever other systems or, you know, passwords or portals that they can get access to. And I want to say this is actually one of the ways that EA was was hit not too long ago was was something very similar to that. So I think it's, you know, as, as much as we like to think security measures are in, in place for most most businesses, I think it's totally possible. It yeah. almost it almost makes you wonder like how many companies are looking at their own Slack system now and like, okay, this was something that was a a thousand times bigger than our company, you know, a GTA six and Rockstar and having it be so so like in the public eye and that got hacked. Like, they they've got to be looking, you know, at, at their own internal systems as well. Um, so right now, obviously, everything's speculation. We don't even know if it was because the the Slack thing was for Uber, right? That that's what that was supposed to be. How he got hacked into well, Uber. Well, I mean, there's there's conflicting reports that Slack was also involved in the Grand yeah, Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah. So so I I heard a <laughs> I heard one today that um from a a pretty pretty decent source. He doesn't usually report on things unless it's something that he's heard that's legitimate. Uh, Dreamcast guy. I know some people either like him or don't like him, but he reported that um, the rumor he had heard was that, and, and I quote, uh, the person had called Rockstar IT tech support and pretended to be an employee who forgot his password and somehow got a new master password for their servers. And if that is real and that's how he got the password for their servers, that is insane. Like that, like that, that is like for, for the, the, probably the biggest leak of all time and like the buildups to the, one of the biggest games of all time. If that is how all of this happened, it was someone calling it support and pretending to be an employee. Like that is absolutely crazy. And it, it, it almost, it almost kind of, it almost kind of shatters like, like your, uh, like the fantasy of, of how like hacking happens. Like you, you, when you think of a hacker, you think of someone with like all these coding on their screen, and then you end up finding out that if this is how it was, it was someone just calling it and bullshitting an IT support person yeah. on the phone. Like that almost yeah. kind of like shatters all the all the fantasy of like hacking, and and I'm sure there yeah. is like real hacking with coding too. Yeah, but like, that's just kind of nuts. I was gonna say some people are just really good at like manipulation impersonation. Oh, yeah. They have that confidence just to pass off as whatever right. they're trying to achieve, mm-hmm. and. When you have that level of confidence and you're very, very convincing, then yeah, someone's not going to question you. Maybe right, and you, sure. suddenly you're in. <laughs> right, God, I probably well, I've got a surprise for you guys. We are calling <laughs> Rockstar right now. I'm the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> I just think about nah, it too. Like once a, once a week, I probably see somebody on my Facebook friends list that like, hey, don't answer those messages. My account was hacked. And I'm like, good God, like how many people actually click on like phishing links and, and too shit many. Like that? watch, watch, it's going to be me next just because I said that shit. Yeah, <laughs> way too many. Well, also, oh. Greg, just pointing out, it's uh, interesting that you know so much about the specific steps involved in hacking a well, large guys, business. gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though. No, but yeah. So like there's there's uh there's so many different ways that we can tackle this topic from cuz it's huge cuz first of all there's there's the way that everyone reacted to this leak and then there's the leak itself right so there's like these two completely different things you can talk about the leak as it happened or you can talk about the crazy ass reactions across the whole gaming spectrum on what they saw once that leak happened so first 
let's just talk about the leak itself first. Let's talk about what we actually saw, um, which frankly, as far as I'm concerned, wasn't really a lot, right? Like we got a lot of ugly debug menus, like filled with text and stuff. Like we got a lot of placeholder assets. Um, the most interesting clips I saw was that we have our new female protagonist. It looks like we have two protagonists, a man and a woman. That's, that lines up with uh, pre previous leaks. So we have a woman who's uh, holding up... What, was it a diner? Like a Does diner. anybody remember? It's like a diner or a shop yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So some, something in there. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and, it, and it's funny, right? So we're so starved for Grand Theft Auto information that we're like, <laughs> oh my god, she's holding up a store. We've never seen that before. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so. it's funny because I was awake at an ungodly hour on Saturday night, Sunday morning. I was awake till like 4 a.m. And I saw GTA 6 trending very suddenly on Twitter. And I was like, what is it? So I clicked it and I, I was starting to finally get tired. And I was like, leaks? And I was like, no, no way, this is fake. And I just closed it and went to sleep. And I was like, stayed up a little bit later and then went back to sleep. And then the next morning, when I'm finally like awake, awake, I see like people are like, oh my God. And I was like, oh, that was real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I immediately dismissed it. <laughs> okay, well, uh let's uh how about let's toss it to Brett first. Just what in general, like just staring at like the the stuff you saw in the leak itself, like heads or tails of it. What do you make of it so far? Yeah, so um first of all, I I just kinda wanna say like Mary, like I almost at first when I saw the first like video of her uh the female protagonist holding up the diner, the first thing I thought too was this is either because it was like I was still kind of like coming to that morning and I was like, uh, you know, I didn't know if I believed it or, or you know, I, I just didn't know what to think at all. And then as things kind of started setting in and that like more people were saying this is legit, this is legit. And it was kind of crazy because because uh, it was Sunday. I work on Sundays. So I had a combination of working uh football was on the nfl and the gta leak and all three things were happening and i was like i don't know what to pay attention <laughs> to right now like so it was like it was pretty wild um but like from what i've seen of it it's one big takeaway because there's like you said there's not much to really take away from and i purposely haven't watched a ton of it um i i want to judge this game when we see something that's more close to a finished product it's completely unfair to look at it right now and be like, oh, dude, this looks garbage. That's one of the, the reactions that you were uh, uh, like uh, mentioning just a minute ago. It's one of the strangest parts of this leak is all the people's reactions. And, and one of those reactions is how many people are like just goffing at this game and basically saying, oh, this looks terrible. I can't believe that this is going to be coming out on a next gen or whatever you want to call it, current gen console. And it's like, do you realize how early this is in development still? We are not going to see this game for probably two to three years still, like possibly more. Like the, the way, yeah. the, the only way you, you can look at this is like if a writer was writing a book and you saw a, a, a rough, rough, rough draft of that story, you'd be like, mm, I'm not too sure about this. It looks pretty rough around the edges. A lot of stuff doesn't line up and make sense. That's basically what this is. It's just, like, like if, if you look at the just that scene alone of her in the diner, or there was another scene that I watched of the male protagonist in a club, like 90% of the NPCs are just like, like just bare bones, basic 
uh, characters just for the sake of being there so they can basically stress test it kind of thing. And like it, most of the characters look like uh, like like Lego pieces like put together. <laughs> like it had just like a plain yeah. top and a plain bottom just put together. And it's like, guys, okay, stop. This isn't even close to what this game is going to be. It's not close to what it's going to look like. Um, yeah. So so in terms of what we've seen, I haven't really judged anything. I did think it's kind of cool how how um, like I don't know if down to earth or realistic the two protagonists look. Like when you look at a lot of video games and and even a lot of uh, uh, Rockstar games, you feel like the characters, the main characters, are like these larger than life characters. But both these protagonists just seem like uh, like two people you'd see at Walmart or something, you know, <laughs> like like someone that's or like worse. yeah uh, or worse. <laughs> like I, I think people watching at Walmart's my there's... favorite hobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they're scum just like us. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. He's a, a, a scumbag, just like me. Um, but there, there's also one uh, one clip where I think they're coming out of a um, a trailer park. So I mean, these are just regular ass people, and I think that's really interesting because, like I said, most of the time, even going back to last GTA, like Michael was like this millionaire, and uh, Franklin was like this tough gangster. And uh, Trevor was just this way over the top character, and, and we don't know what their yeah psychopath. We don't know what their um, personalities are yet, but but just off of what we've seen so far, it's I love how down to earth the characters and how relatable they seem so far. And I've talked for quite a while, and so I'm gonna let someone else take over for a minute. <laughs> All right, Greg. Uh, well, hey, how about how about I ask you this, Greg? This footage, does it make you any more excited for the game, or does this affect your hype levels in any way whatsoever? This leaked footage does absolutely nothing for me. Zero. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. I I thoroughly enjoy the Grand Theft Auto franchise, um, just because, I mean, I was looking at, like, PlayStation Magazine, maybe, or, like tips and tricks or something back in the day when grand theft auto one rolled out and grand theft auto and it was like you know oh it's coming it's coming it's coming i remember there was this like short paragraph that kept reappearing i forget which magazine it was and we'd always like run into our local video store it was a local mom and pop shop to go rent it you know as soon as it came in we waited we waited we finally played one and then two and then you know i played the series over the years but like like it's just like i don't know it 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 irks me, it annoys me that gamers, like, the vast majority of the people commenting on it think that this is, like Brett was saying, like, this is somewhere close to the final product. No, I've written articles that are so rough and, like, have fleshed out my ideas, have gone back to it, and have gone in a completely different direction. Right. Or have been copy-edited to, you know... To make me realize like what i wrote was you know pure and utter trash and i needed to change it and to think this is somewhere even close to the finished product or even comment on it about how this game looks or plays is so stupid like it just gets under my skin that like we're taking this as gospel right now when this is like some you know hack job literal hack job from a, you know a teenager that dumped assets on the internet demanded money for them and people are like oh my god this is crazy you know this this is leaked footage of a game that like this this, this is no like, telling you know npc wise environment wise mechanic wise physics wise world wise you know story wise there's so many elements to this that to me 
like this footage just shows nothing other than a dev build. And like I've been in the industry long enough to see games that were were, you know, early alpha builds, early beta builds, early dev builds, and some of which never even came out or became published. And it's like I this does absolutely nothing for me. Uh, yeah, it kind of excites me that, you know, you know, news is happening and and this is some sort of leak, but like I don't know, the deep down inside of me some something about it like rubs me the wrong way that like you know that the the industry you know these are people that are technical artists uh writers graphic artists programmers they're all just like you know you to to have a work that's not representative of what the final vision or product is going to be and people are taking the liberty to shit on it on social media yeah. it's just like again it does it does nothing for me at this point in time other than like you know maybe like lean me in the direction that i'm like oh cool you know uh something different of a story and that's about it right right yeah i mean it's it's cool to see this miami miami-ish setting that is like 80 percent likely to be vice city no nobody's gonna yeah. come out and tell us out right it's yet, gotta but be right this is looking like vice city yeah we i mean we hope so like modern vice city it'd be cool kind of what previous leaks were pointing towards because if it's set in the modern day that helps them with grand theft auto online that they can just keep adding junk that like fits up with whatever DLC they have to hawk that month. So, you know, I get it. But uh, Vice City itself is cool. And Mary, how are you feeling about this <laughs> giant gobbledygook of code and nonsense we were never meant to see? So, I disclaimer, like, I'm not, like, a huge Grand Theft Auto fan, like, but, like, right. kind of with, like, what Greg was saying, like, I'm just baffled at the amount of people who think this is like a near complete near ready to show to the public product. I'm like, no, like this is very obviously like, like I imagine this is like a dev build where they're just like, we have a scene and this is how we want the scene to go. So they're just like trying to figure out like, how's this character going to move? Is this NPC going to react to something? This feels just so early and I know nothing about game development. <laughs> just also disclaimer, but I'm like, but this just looks, like a dev build and I can't believe that people are looking at it and judging it so critically and so harshly um, to the point where there's a tweet that's kind of going viral where like some person made the comment like, like we all know the graphics are the first thing that's finished <laughs> yeah. in game development and all these game companies are starting to like tweet and be like no like I saw like a former I assume former, I can't remember the person's name, unfortunately, like Bioware, who worked on Mass Effect that was like 16 months out from Mass Effect 3's release date, Shepard had no head. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? That's and then great. even Cult of the Lamb is sharing side-by-sides of like, this is what the game looked like this many months from release. This is what it looked like at like beginning of development versus the final product. So... It's kind of becoming maybe hopefully slightly educational and slightly eye-opening to at least some of the people on Twitter, but I just can't wrap my head around like that thought process of thinking this game is ready for me to play tomorrow. <laughs> right, right. It, it, it's, especially, yeah. it, it, it's one thing if it was, if this was just some like random studio or like a new studio that had a game, game footage that leaked and, you know, then if even then it would be dumb to have the kind of reactions people are having but it would at least make a little bit more sense but when we're talking about rockstar like they are one of the top two or three 
most elite studios of all time in gaming. Like the one one of the biggest things they do are polish and detail. Like some of the uh, it, Brett w- would talk about this with me. Um, it just going back to GTA Four, some of the details in that game. That's a game that's what fifteen years old at this point. Some of the details in that game you don't even see in modern games. So you you really think a company like Rockstar that this is anywhere even close to what it's going to be when it actually releases? Like it's silly. Like we're talking about Rockstar games here. Like come on, like get yeah. yeah. And I mean it's 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 amazing like how short these people's memories are. Like they they look at the fact that uh the Grand Theft Auto the definitive trilogy released in like rocky shape and. One, they discount that they they kind of farmed that out. Like it is a Rockstar studio that worked on that pro- project, but it's mm-hmm. like Dundee, because we right. all know that famous Dundee studio, right? I mean, right. so different people. <laughs> and I mean, on top of that, also then these people are just forgetting that Grand Theft Auto Five, as it just so happened, was one of the most polished and sophisticated games we've ever seen. Sophisticated right. in terms yeah. of like mechanics. And to think that they're just going from that to like broken tech demo and they're going to like charge right. 70 bucks for that is pretty right. wild. Also, um, they would just stop caring. They would stop trying. They would stop yeah. doing all the things that has made them like yeah. maybe even the most elite studio in the business. Yeah. Like it's, well, it's stupid. It's, it's, it's worth offering the reminder if, if my memory isn't too fuzzy. I believe Grand Theft Auto V, when it first released on its first day, I believe it made $700 million. It made and I think so it crossed, much. Yeah. And I think it crossed $1 billion in three days. That's the was, kind of video game that Rockstar knows how to make. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, like, I was still working at GameStop whenever that game came out, and, like, all day... Like I did the midnight release, which was a fairly small, but we we still went all out with that midnight release. We had a DJ and a giant pizza. Like that's how big oh. this was. <laughs> you know, yeah, a GameStop in the suburbs, like was making it this huge deal. And then <laughs> I worked the next day, and it was just Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto. I think one person yes. picked up a Kingdom Hearts game that happened to come out around the same <laughs> time. One of like the one point five, two point five, whatever. Okay. <laughs> and everybody jumped him <laughs> and i was like beat the shit out of him no but it was like the end of my shift i was like finally i was like i was just had the box of gta 5 games next to me because i was just i'm tired of opening the drawer you know i was like just leave the box out <laughs> so i can just reach in grab it hand it to you Good call. so, so yeah. many games were sold that day <laughs> yeah no i i i I mean, since then, like, maybe to a lesser extent, Breath of the Wild, but, like, for me, like, it just in my lifetime, like, I remember Grand Theft Auto V, that, that launch being such a cultural event. One of the scummiest parts of this whole thing is whoever did this, if it is a kid, I don't even know who it is, but whoever the hacker is, is uh, trying to sell the source code of this game. <laughs> and that is, that is just... It's one thing to leak, and even that is scummy because he's leaking stuff and it's causing all Unless these kinds of reactions. But to then, but to then threaten to sell the source code, and so I did some research to see if anything like this had happened before. Apparently, I, I had no idea, but apparently, Half Life Two, mm-hmm. someone stole the source code of that, and, and you could, and and they actually made it public, and you could play Half Life Two a year before it came out. I guess like a broken version of it. But it was a playable version of Half-Life 2 a year before it came out. I had no idea that happened. That is 
that is freaking nuts that that yeah, happened and then, before. And then they dumped it on the internet and they were able to compile it and work backwards and get it to a playable version, I think a month before it came out. God. Right. Yeah. Month. So they, they, uh, yeah, exactly. So they published it a year before it came out and then it was playable before, but apparently like it didn't affect the sales numbers. Like it sold incredibly well still. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's not like it destroyed the game and it was half-life two is still talked about as like hailed as one of the best games of all time. So it's not like it ruined that game by any means, but still, I mean, to do something like this is just, you're, you're like the scum of the earth. You're an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. Like these, sure. these are like these developers and everyone that's working on this game. Like this is their life. Like this, this is their life's work. Like this is the epitome of everything they've they've spent so many years to to uh, perfect their craft. They are working on possibly the biggest game of all time up to this point, Grand Theft Auto Six, and then to possibly have it like in a way like tarnished by having the source code leaked out. That that's just you're a you're a just a complete piece of shit. You know. It's like weird. We're yeah. also forgetting that. I'd say that's fair. Red, like, did we all forget about Red Dead Two? Like, we just forgot that Rockstar no, made that. No, I didn't like, forget. I just never played it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not big but on it's like horses. The, you know, to, you're not a big, you're not a big horse guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Red Dead Two. Was myself. Great. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, if anything, that just furthers my point of how like polished their games always are. Right. Like, they 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 yeah. they're like. They're perfectionists, and everything they release is just so high quality. So it's just silly right. that people think that it's not going to be that again. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, that's... that's uh, So, okay, so that's, like, another breed of, like, moron comment, right, that's come out of this. That So you have the one type of moron comment, which is, oh, my God, I can't believe the graphics look like this. They're going to sell us a game that looks like garbage. That's mm. one breed of idiotic comment. Then there's another breed of idiotic comment that's, like... Rockstar had this coming because they'd left oh, Red Dead Online without any updates, yeah. as if one thing has anything to do with the other. Like, right. yeah, if, so if, stupid. If, oh my if, god! <laughs> well, I was just like, if if I was like a school teacher and like I decided not to like bring in cookies, like if I brought cookies <laughs> to school for the kids for a few weeks and then I didn't bring cookies anymore, so the kids just to break into my house and steal all my <laughs> stuff like, <laughs> so like, <laughs> like is that really the natural justified escalation there yeah, so, that's funny. no and i was gonna say like i know like some of these big companies like have scummy practices we we mm -hmm. find out things about like these companies that is just not great like with the way they yeah. treat their employees but i'm like yeah screw the executives screw the people who are doing the shady things but like i feel so bad for the people who are really putting in the hours right. who are so proud of this game they're writing this game they're developing you know and to just see this happen to it has to just feel so shitty mm -hmm. you know yeah. like you can say they had it coming all day all you want but i'm like I don't think they really you deserve this. Didn't have anything yeah. coming? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's so dumb. Yeah. Plus, it's it's uh it's worth pointing out that uh this past July, Jason Schreier at Bloomberg, he actually wrote a report saying the most unlikely thing, which is that Rockstar has apparently gotten rid of Crunch more or less, or has right. at least really rearranged itself to uh 
minimize it at least as much as possible. Uh, mm-hmm. And in fact, uh, they, they've actually reorganized around like employee well-being so much that it could delay the release date of this game, which is actually well, actually the best possible reason good. to delay a game yeah. like this. Exactly. And yeah. They they even they even scaled down this game like they had right. they were a little bit more ambitious of what they wanted to do, and they scaled it down so they could avoid having to do any kind of crunch. So to your point like if anything good on them like that's 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 pretty damn cool of them to do that so they don't deserve any any ill will to come their way that's just silly yeah yeah yeah. and i mean as as we've pretty much all agreed upon at this point we all agree that grand theft auto 6 is probably going to be awesome probably going to have a ridiculous amount of detail and it's probably going to make a literally a billion dollars within another few days all over again right (laughs) Do we want to take bets on like how fast this thing makes like a billion dollars? <laughs> it prints money. Like, hey. Yeah, it's gonna set records yeah. when it releases. Like yeah, either sure. Grand Theft Auto Six or Elder Scrolls Six. It's gonna be between those two because like they're both just so highly anticipated. You know, between yeah. and like Skyrim and Grand Theft Auto Five are kind of from that same era as well, and they've both mm. been just reported to every console you can imagine. <laughs> that, yes, like. Those are the two games that are probably some of the most highly anticipated. Yep. And it's like, if you if you think about this, the reasoning in any other artistic medium, the reasoning makes absolutely zero fucking sense. It's like, yeah, you better give me a song I'm going to like that's that's of your creation or fucking else. Right. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you better make sure that it has... <laughs> has a killer bridge if it doesn't have a sick chorus that I'm going to say to yeah and if it doesn't have a, you know, a giant bass drop at the end fuck you then you deserve to lose all your money as an artist like that's so stupid like it just again it irks me it bothers me right um, right right and yeah. I guess uh, before before we finally move on it is uh Another thing worth mentioning is that the FBI is investigating this yeah, like this alleged teenager. <laughs> this is something that uh, Uber actually announced. I think I think the, I think it was actually earlier today. They put out a notice that like we were hacked. Well, we knew they were hacked, but they said like, but the FBI's on them, and this person claims they also went after Grand Theft Auto, and the FBI's on them. So like, I think one of yeah, go ahead. I was going to say so so apparently the the kids parents got interviewed and, and really the God. dad said yeah the dad said um it was in one of the articles you sent actually earlier oh, today okay it was the very like the final paragraph apparently that the father said um something to the effect of we knew our we knew he was really smart with computers but we always just thought he was playing games online we didn't know what he was really doing and then he said we'll make we'll We'll make sure he he doesn't get on a computer anymore. Like like you're gonna stop the kid from getting oh, on a computer after sales. this. Come on, dude, that's stupid. <laughs> like remove like every electronic in the house, but yeah, <laughs> and assume there's no like hidden backup laptops. But right, <laughs> but yeah, right. it's crazy to it's crazy to think that like this could be a teenager and the parents. Of course, like. You're just like, okay, my kid's really good at computers, you know? I feel like a lot of people, like young adults, <laughs> right. teenagers, even kids now, they just grow up with technology. And so the parents are like, eh, yeah, it's just part of their life. And we all know exactly what they're doing. And turns out they're possibly hacking very big corporations. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I guess it was inviting some jail time. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Like I keep hearing that he could spend up to 10 years in prison. That's not going to happen. He's, if he is a kid, there's no way he's going to prison. Like he, there may be some serious repercussions and Rockstar is going to want to make an example, but I can't imagine a kid's going to prison for 10 years. That, yeah, I I think they'll, oh, go ahead, Mary. No, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yeah, they're going to make an example of him. I'm like, but there's so many things with like, how do you determine like is he gonna be tried as an adult versus tried as a juvenile um what country does this person reside in what are their laws like what country is trial gonna be in but like i wouldn't be surprised if there was actual jail time you know because this took a lot of planning and a lot of premeditation this was very intentional you know you can't prove that this was just oh i accidentally hacked rockstar (laughs) you know yeah I could de- I could definitely see jail time. I can't see a decade. I mean, there's some murderers that only do 10 to 15 years, you know, depending on what it was. Really? What do you not know about get, that, Brad? Not to get not to get too dark, guys. Not to get too dark. But you know what I mean. So yeah, pretty Plus wild. He's like stuff, overseas though. in like a Swedish prison and like the maximum maximum security, and he has free free range to walk around in an open field and it has a nice give a computer and a tv yeah yeah well, <laughs> like, even only partially kidding they might wait to see like what tax bracket his parents are in before they decide what they want to do with them <laughs> like true. if they happen to have a lot of money they're gonna want to take all of it if it's a kid that has nothing then you know maybe they'll work something out but yeah who knows yeah all right <sighs> so are we uh, are we feeling uh, thoroughly exhausted and disgusted with Grand Theft Auto I mean, leaks? We know this isn't the the last time we're talking about nah, this. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably go probably the most high profile though. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine something that could be higher profile than this unless Nintendo right. has like a second Giga leak. Right. Yeah, I, I can't imagine anything bigger than this to tell you the yeah. truth. I mean, At least not like immediately. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I. I guess if somebody hacks like Nintendo's CEO and it turns out he's the serial killer that Brett was talking about that keeps getting off, <laughs> uh, that could be it. But that's all right. a good point. That is a good point. <laughs> all right, let's move on at long, long last to our next topic. There is a single player, third person action adventure Iron Man game being made at Motive Studio at EA. Motive Studio being the guys behind the upcoming Dead Space remake, and they made Star Wars Squadrons. What do we think of this single-player, third-person action-adventure Iron Man game? First thoughts. Let's start with uh, Mary. Uh, I'm happy for Iron Man fans. <laughs> I'm a very okay. exhausted. Mary does like, not care about this game. I'm a very <laughs> exhausted Marvel fan. I have not been able to keep up with Marvel. There's just too much of it these days. Um, so what? Lot. What studio have they said? What consoles this was going to be on? The next gen only. I do know that. Okay, That's but they didn't the say if it was like or, an exclusive. Or current gen current gen i call it next gen so we all know if it's like two years yet or anything though no i don't think so because they they, yeah they said next gen i'm I'm pretty sure if it was exclusive they would have made that clear so i think it's going to be xbox but i doubt switch but yeah uh, i was just kind of like always the cloud yeah Yeah, that's true brett's favorite (laughs) cloud gaming (laughs) um, poor cloud I so when it comes to superheroes, I have uh, like this old school comic book mentality, which is that 
Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, they're all basically the B-list. Like, it's all about Spider-Man. It's all about the X-Men. Like, I don't care Batman. how many movies you make. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but like in Marvel specifically, yeah. In Marvel, okay, um, gotcha. Now, to be fair, actually, I actually I loved a lot of the Captain America movies and whatnot. But like, in terms of video games, eh, I'm, I'm not big on these people. But when it's funny, when it comes to Iron Man, so what does Iron Man do? He flies around, he punches people, he shoots laser beams. So it sounds to me like if they do this game well, they've basically just made a Superman game where they didn't have to justify right. like, why the character is so much weaker than he should be. Th like, this could be the Superman game we've always wanted. <laughs> yeah, if you just change the skin, like <laughs> take off the armor and put on a cape. So that's my feeling anyway. But uh, Greg, how are you feeling? Where where was this game like, I don't know, like five or six years ago? Like yeah. it would have made much more sense. Well, not only that, like I would have traded this instead of the Avengers game that came out that was mm. I mm -hmm. that I like just tried to play and yeah, I just could not get into. And then even to a certain degree, um the um Guardians of the Galaxy game, like I felt like this would have been a much better don't you say anything bad or, about Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, saying, I'm not saying anything bad, but that style of game <laughs> would have benefited, I think, a lot more if this Iron Man game had come out. And I don't know. I I just, I feel like, yeah, now that the movies have kind of wrapped and spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen the Marvel movies, but, you know, that that, that portion of the cinematic universe at this point has has pretty much closed closed mm -hmm. the iron man story arc as far as it's concerned with the modern movies but like i feel yeah. i don't know like now now they're exploring these the his 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 character in a video game form like i would have much more appreciated this during the height of like the marvel movie marvel For movies sure. but mm. also yeah. i'm like i i'm with you on that john like i am much more intrigued by any any one of the x-men like yeah. even morph or something, you know? <laughs> right. Well, like, so for Wolverine, man. Wolverine, yeah, is like, is yeah, yeah. Well, this, like, I, genuinely... I hope Wolverine's great. Yeah, and and yeah, I think Wolverine, like if if it's done in a, because it's hard to like, you know, they they never really give us like the, uh, like they give us like the the power fantasy to be that superhero and to use their abilities, but they never explore like as as which i think is something that spider-man did very well was like the human aspect to them like their their complicated lives their their relationships their you know day-to-day -day acting as a normal person in society while still right. having the responsibility right. of these powers and i right and i just hope that this isn't one just like giant marvel or a uh, iron man power trip i'm like i i could do without that and if it's somewhat of a deeper experience if there's like you know, deeper abilities, you know, within a suit, his character or, you know, something th to that degree, then, you know, yeah, I'll probably play it just because it is linked to Marvel and yeah. And it's Iron Man and it's kind of whatever, but it's, it feels more like a, I don't know, like a, not like a chore, or like a responsibility as a <laughs> fan, but just to like play it at this point to play it and get it done with. But you know, if I don't know, maybe if somebody does a massive leak on the game and I I find out find out what it looks like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe Just about no, an hour of footage. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm I I I'm optimistic, but I'm very 
I, I, yeah. I can't say I, I want it. Right, right. Well, uh, getting towards what you said, there there is a quote in the, the EA article saying that this game will be channeling the complexity, charisma, and creative yes. genius of Tony Stark. Tony Stark. So, I was going to say that same thing. Okay. Yeah, so well, so because, well, because they specifically say Tony Stark, it makes me think that it's going to be more like the Insomniacs version of Spider-Man and mm -hmm. uh, that where, where it focuses so much on Miles and Peter in their mm -hmm. personal lives. Uh, like, like you said, that's some of the best parts of those games is when Miles is with his mother and, and Peter is like, you're playing as Peter in, in, his, uh, in the lab while he's working and like his relationship yeah. with his aunt and stuff like that. Like it was such a good balance between that and then the fun action and swinging through the, the, the city. Um, so hopefully they've learned from that. I'm just excited that Square is not, <laughs> is not <laughs> you know, the ones doing this game because I felt like they fumbled so hard in the last mm. two Marvel games in different ways, though. I thought the Marvel's Avengers was just an awful game, and it was a mistake. <laughs> it was a mistake to make that a games of service game. Yeah. Um, and then they they actually did a phenomenal job with Guardians of the Galaxy, but they marketed it so poorly that yeah. it, it didn't make it didn't generate even close to the amount of money they needed from it. it it's a game you could find for $20 rather quickly after launch. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, it's, it's not game pass too. I don't think it went to game pass. No, maybe it, it did. Actually. It, it, I think it actually ended up going there, but it wasn't a day one. It ended up going mm. there. Yeah. But, but guardians okay. of the galaxy ended up being like a top three of mine that year for game of the year. Like I loved that game so much. Like it is mm. just, it did so many things so well, but in the trailers and the previews and everything they showed, I my hype level, like it was just kind of like how you're talking about like Iron Man. It was more like, mm, like I, I, I almost feel obligated to play it because of what it is, but I'm not in any way excited for this. So when I finally got my hands on it, I was, I was blown away at how impressed I was because the marketing and the previews and trailers did not make it look like that kind of a game. So like Square yeah. completely fumbled both of their Marvel games and uh, not like EA is not known for fucking things up. So who knows, you know, but, um, <laughs> sure. but I'm excited, like single player narrative based third person. You're speaking my language with all those things. So I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, and I, also I, they, um, one other thing, sorry, I guess the lead is uh, Oliver proof something Proust? some very cool looking last name that i can't right. say i don't know how to say that <laughs> but, but he worked on guardians of the galaxy i don't know what to what extent but so he right. has he has a little bit of that dna in him already so he kind yeah. of uh, like i said i don't know how much what what exactly he did with that but he did work on that game and and that i love that game so that that has me interested as well yeah yeah that is promising i will say between this and uh the, the Captain America Black Panther World War II game. I am more interested in that at the moment, just because it's Amy Hennig. How, how? No, actually, <laughs> honestly, I don't. I don't actually care that she's a part of this game. Like I, I've kind of established before. Like I feel like it's been a long time since she's done anything, and it's kind of up to her to prove herself again now. But just like we've never seen a, a superhero video game set in World War II that I can recall right. anyway. No, for sure. Like, just just the premise alone there like i really appreciate like i i really like that when somebody's just like we're doing this totally new thing and like 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 prey the that the new predator movie where they're like screw it we're doing it with the native americans like that's cool yeah like 
do more video games like that. So I, I do appreciate that we're going to that World War II setting for so, whatever that game turns out to be. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty big week for uh, Marvel Gaming because we knew of that game that Amy Hennig's doing, but we didn't know details. Right. And they <laughs> we ended up finding that stuff out, I think, like last Wednesday or something. Yeah. But so, Greg uh, has a finger raised. He does. So he's Captain he's... <laughs> America's Super Soldier game was during World War II. Ah, okay. There we go. All right. We which I would argue is a good game. Okay. Well, that's which, good to know. Which that was which gonna be was my that? next question. <laughs> Does yeah. it matter? Should we care? I think so. so I think it had it had okay. solid combat. I really liked okay. how they they emphasized uh, Captain America's agility, and mm. I think that game combat wise is a lot better than the combat that they offered for Captain America in the Avengers game. Oh, okay. So, so I didn't. Right, just I, introduced I that whole topic of conversation to boomerang back and be like. F you, Avengers. <laughs> just, just like Cap hey. Shield. It's coming back. And, and, and Greg got to prove John wrong, which is a very rare instance that you ever hear John was See right. you guys. I invited, you know, uh, corrections. <laughs> so so apparently um, there was, I think he's showing footage of it right now. Or was that uh, the Marvel the Iron Avenger, Man right? game. So apparently, yeah, that's what I was going to get to. Apparently, there was an Iron Man game in like 2012. I didn't even know this until today, but it was really bad. I think IGN gave it a three point. <laughs> they gave it a three point eight, and IGN is known for like, damn, like uh, like padding their numbers a little bit to to, to I guess not to be nice, but but you know what I mean. Like you rarely see a three point eight, especially for yeah. something that's like a licensed property like this. But I think mm. also it goes back to that was back in the era where. Like there was licensed stuff that would come out just for the sake of it coming out as being a cash grab. And like these sure. teams weren't actually putting in any effort. They were just putting it out there to get some money. So yeah. Uh, yeah. it's kind for of unfair. Most of to video game it. history, licensed games were just expected to be. Eh. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. yeah. There was a lot of shovelware in there. So oh, yeah. we're kind of in an enlightened era as far as getting licensed games and like not just immediately expecting them to be garbage. So, yep. you know. Things kind of evolve with time, I guess. Okay, next up on the agenda, Sonic Prime on Netflix got its teaser trailer at long last after months of basically like little 25 second character teasers like, hey, here's Shadow. Hey, here's Big the Cat. This time we have the actual teaser trailer and it reveals nothing. How do we feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, have have uh, any of you guys actually watched this little forty second trailer? I did, yeah. Yes. Okay. It, it feels I, like I, I guess compared to like the rest of what we've seen of it, yeah, it's like we've seen like Sonic is going to be in the Sonic series. Like that's what it's felt like up until now, and <laughs> yeah. this feels like they gave us finally more. And I'm surprised at how much they actually showed us in the forty seconds. <laughs> you know. Mm. Um, I think it's looking good though. Yeah. Uh, who has has anyone here ever actually watched any of the many Sonic cartoons that have existed? Nope. I've seen the movies. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Whatever one is on whatever one is on Netflix or Prime right now, I let play to put me to sleep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, but I did watch. I did watch whatever the one was out when we were kids. I I just don't. I just okay. remember him pulling the ring out of the lake or whatever. 
Yeah. Spoilers, well, Greg. Right. Come on. <laughs> it's part of the show. I, I watched, uh, well, I was going to say the original two, but technically I guess I watched the original three-ish Sonic cartoon. So there was, there was this, the very original Sonic cartoon that I remember anyway was, uh, the animation was like okay and it was like the one that like introduced sonic's love of chili dogs that was like retroactively oh, kind yeah. of pulled into <laughs> continuity but it started with just like this this 6 a.m cartoon that i used to watch when i was like i don't know five or six or whatever and i really liked that then they came out with like right away after they came up with uh they call it i guess uh sad am for short but like it was kind of a darker take with mobius and it introduced sally the fox or whatever and like those were all like surprisingly good shows and like sonic's actually had a pretty good run overall with quality tv shows and uh, everything but the games yeah right well, you know <laughs> the games just exist to sell the merchandise you see so it's kind of like a reverse licensed property in a way right like, <laughs> like they invented this thing but it's like more about selling everything else so yeah i i guess I, yeah it looks fun yeah okay. yeah I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine i i'm just I hate to be this guy, but I'm so sick of anything Sonic right now. <laughs> like I, I think I think <laughs> Sonic I think Sonic Frontiers has ruined me from like the revolver in my mouth amount of freaking uh, content and trailers and like suck my blue blur so blurry much, balls. They <laughs> <laughs> shove so much down our throat, and then uh, I've I've seen my kids watch the Sonic movie like twice in the past week. And then there's Good this gosh. today, and I'm like, if yeah. I see that blue motherfucker one more time, <laughs> watch it again. Watch part two. It's on Prime right now. You son of a bitch. Uh, I feel go. like this is something I'm gonna like have a watch party with my friends, either like online or like in person. You know, like we're just gonna uh, figure out how to get together, and it'll be fun. It'll just be a nice I'm hangout. Sure it'll be fun, yeah. Yeah. Well, the the teaser says that Sonic is going to shatter your world. Wow. Yeah, so I guess based off, like, the old, like, very, very vague plot synopsis from, like, February 2021, the, the story is going to be, like, a, I forget, it's, like, a coming-of-age, like, redemption story or something, so, like, oh, and he's, like, has to save reality or something, so yeah. it sounds like Sonic's going to accidentally break reality and then have to put it back together across 24 that, episodes. That could be interesting. <laughs> is it 24 yeah. episodes? Yeah, well, that the original Mother. announcement said twenty-four episodes. Yeah, hopefully so. they're like twenty or thirty minutes, like shorter. But oh, I would imagine uh, so. But an hour I, each. <laughs> that yeah. would be impressive. <laughs> but I'm presuming that they're gonna pull a cuphead where they're like, "Yep, here's the season," but oh, we're breaking it into parts because somehow this yeah. means we can pay the animators less money. Something like that. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, that's so. that's what they that, and it's Netflix too. They're known for doing that. That's what they did with uh, Love, Death, and Robots. They they put it out in two they? two different volumes of the the, la the latest season, which annoyed the shit out of me because each episode's already only like between five and ten minutes long. Anyways, it's like you could just oh. drop the whole season at once. Come on. Yeah. Hey, this yeah. is kind of a side side note. Has Go anybody watched? Uh, uncle from another world mm -mm. i have not i've only no. watched the little teaser for what it is yeah so he he's you know it's a it's it's kind of a long story to explain it but he like wakes up oh, i don't want to spoil it but it touches on like retro nostalgia it's like like 
the the weirdest like modern like anime derived from the 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 manga that i that i've seen besides one punch man and like it didn't it took a minute for me to like really like appreciate it but man i i the more i watch it the like they bring in like you know the the he's like obsessed with the sega saturn and like okay. he like becomes <laughs> That's rare a, become <laughs> becomes a youtuber in it and it's <laughs> and carries a flip phone but like the the like the comedy of it is like it i don't know it's it, it does it's like i didn't think it was going to be something i would like but if you're a video game fan who at least you know knows of the sega saturn or like even rpgs and like the elements of you know role-playing games or or anything of that nature i suggest you go watch it there's only like seven episodes but like some of them are so silly and like it took it took like the first two episodes for me to really like like latch onto it but now like i'm like there's only a couple episodes left and i don't want to watch them yet because i don't want it to be over because <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> gotcha <laughs> that's cool yeah that's hilarious there was, a, there was a netflix anime that i didn't watch all of but i saw a couple episodes god i don't even remember what it was called anymore but it was one that had like it had like real life vi fighting video games like they got their they got permission to like insert it in the game and stuff so there's like street fighter and stuff i forget what uh -huh. it's called the the weeb nerds will know what I'm talking about, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Where's, where's Brett Medlock when we need him? <laughs> Watch it. Go to the comment section. He probably already said it. <laughs> yeah, he probably did. I was, I was looking. <laughs> well, whatever it is, uh, go find it and go watch it if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah. All right. So the next topic is something that I could dedicate an entire podcast to, but I am merciful. So we'll just spend a few minutes on it, which is last week rgg studio announced yeah. three separate new yakuza games and that rules that's crazy. Uh, oh there we go somebody mm. in the chat said high score girl that is the name of the series mm. of the anime series with the the actual street fighter and stuff in it okay. thank you can Victor. Victor. yes yeah there we go we just butchered your name and i am sorry <laughs> forgive nope, you us said it perfectly we Forgive us for our trespasses. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so three new Yakuza games. And on top of that, they changed the name of the series. Or more accurately, it was they, so uh, weird. they fixed it. Yeah. It confused me at first because I was like, wait, there hasn't been eight like a dragon. There's only been one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So in Japan, this series has always been called like a dragon, you know, in, with a Japanese name translated to like a dragon. But in the U.S., it was called Yakuza, and I totally understand mm. why they did that, because, you know, right. Yakuza, Japanese gangs, and it came out in the area, an era of Grand Theft Auto at its peak. So, like, I totally understand why they wanted to position it that way. And I guess, I guess this is just me spitballing. I guess they reach a point where they feel like they have their identity now in the U.S. They don't need to lean on the fact that there are crime element, elements anymore especially because the protagonist is rarely actually in the Yakuza himself. He's usually trying to keep the Yakuza from destroying itself and everybody else. So now it's like a dragon. And first up, we have uh, Ishin, Like a Dragon Ishin. Mm. So this one is a remake of a, uh, I think, a 2014 game. And it's a spin-off game. So it's set in the 1860s. And it's kind of pretending like all the characters from the yakuza franchise are like actors 
So like we have all the characters that we remember from these games and new ones that they've brought in for the remake, but they're just not those people at all. They've just given them a new name <laughs> and given them that voice actor and they've tossed them in the video game. And I love this. This would make like, Retina like crazy knowing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, we don't have to spend too much time on this, but does anyone have any thoughts about uh, going to the 1860s and using a samurai sword and a gun and pretending to be somebody that isn't really that person? I think it looks cool. I, th I thought it was like one of the the more intriguing trailers I've seen in a while. Mm. Like from, from mm. the beginning to the end, I was like, hooked completely I, th I thought it was a, a really 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 cool trailer and uh yeah. as as you know obviously like my I, I i i stuck my toe in the yakuza water recently and started like a dragon um I, i'm guessing i'm like halfway through i need to get back to it and finish it i took a small break not because i didn't like it or any reason any negative reason for the game i just played something else and now i need to go back and finish it um mm -hmm. so like this actually is intriguing and interesting to me, whereas six months ago, I could have cared less. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, that really seems to be the official attitude. Like, either you don't yeah. care about the Yakuza franchise at all, or you're like, oh my god, what's next? Give it to me. <laughs> and you know, we know what side of the spectrum I'm on. Uh, another one that was announced in this trio of announcements god i was on cloud nine for these announcements so they announced like a dragon eight otherwise would be known as yakuza eight so this game is the next mainline entry in the franchise and like seven which was yakuza like a dragon this is a turn-based rpg and there we go thank you eric eric's got it on screen now now we knew that this was going to be a turn-based rpg we knew it was going to have the character from the previous game, whose name is Ichiban Kasuga. Ichiban Kasuga. <laughs> the big, crazy new twist. It's not just one protagonist, it's double protagonists. And the main Whoa. hero from the Yakuza franchise is now back with gray, sweet K-pop hair, hair yeah. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I had no idea who it was because I was like, I, I don't really know that character much anyways. Right, right. No, of course of not. Him. Yeah. Yeah, but like, then I saw silver hair and I'm like, wait, that I, I had to like go to Google and look it up. I was like, that can't be the same guy, right? No, no. Oh, it is. Oh, baby. Yeah, it is. This is a man <laughs> in his early 50s. <laughs> what, what's funny to me is they gave him new, like, cool looking, like, silver hair. But they didn't yeah. they didn't fix uh, Ichi's hair because nah. if yeah. anyone hasn't played like a dragon, like his hair doesn't start out that way. He goes to like a barber of whatever they would call it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, and, like and they mess up. Yeah, they, they mess up his hair and it makes it like all frayed out like this. So yeah. like it was. They tried to give mistake. him a punch perm. But it was right. the punch perm hairstyle was so out of date that the hairstylist didn't know how right. to do it, so she ruined his hair. <laughs> he, he, he ruined his hair. So like a, a, another game later, his hair is still fucked up. But then they give the other guy like this amazing new hairstyle. But his, his hair's still fucked up. <laughs> He's ready for his K-pop debut. Funny to me. Yep. Yeah. And now I'm uh, I'm purposely uh, skating around some spoilers for kind of a lot of the recent games. Actually, there's there is some decent explanation well that we could at least hypothesize about about uh why the old protagonist uh kiryu looks like this but purposely trying not to uh jump too much into that but i will say 
like our good friend here, Candondor Victor, was saying uh, in the chat, he says he hopes we'll speed up the combat a little bit because all that running to get enemies uh, slowed the pace down. That's uh, That was a pretty common criticism of the game, that it's like a Dragon's a turn-based RPG, but everyone's standing in the map, and you do have to wait for people to find each other. And it's rare, mm -hmm. but sometimes one of the guys will have a hard time finding the person they're supposed to go beat up. So they'll keep yeah. trying to like navigate the area yeah. to figure out how <laughs> to get to them and finally do the attack. Um, I think there's some fail-safes in place to ensure that like it can't go on forever. Like eventually it'll just force it to happen, I think. There, but there will also yeah. be uh, uh, st sticking with what you just said. There's another mm -hmm. thing that that happens a lot too, where you'll be running down the street and one of your party members is like way behind you for some reason. So when the mm -hmm. when the fight starts, yeah, it, it will be that it will be their turn. But when they when you give them like whatever whatever <laughs> action you want them to do, they're like they have to like run down the street just to get up to the fight. Yeah, <laughs> it's so yeah. Funny. I don't even remember how anymore, but I remember sometimes I would actually use that to like my advantage for like certain strategies. Like it was like, all right, I know this person's like a mile away, which is somehow going to help me do like A, B, and C. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's uh, I will definitely say the battle system's a little quirky. Um, I would like to see the battle system improve across the board. Um, I didn't dislike it. It's it's a little simple. It draws a lot of its influence from Dragon Quest, which is like the 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 bedrock RPG of RPGs. So I get why it's on the simpler side, and I usually appreciate simplicity. I just hope they tighten the screws a little bit this time. Yeah. Uh, and on the last one, the last New York is a game that they've announced. It is. It has the coolest name, like a dragon. Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Yeah, I love that. That's really very cool. cool. So again, so, so without this, this yeah, was ahead. like this was different though, right? It's supposed to be like a like it. it they they called it like a half game. I don't know what what that means exactly. Do you know? It's well, I called it a half game, just meaning that it's it's half the size of a regular Yakuza game. Gotcha, it's not okay. like a full blown. They're gonna charge seventy bucks for it sort of game. Well, at least I assume they haven't said anything about pricing. That'd be really ballsy of Sega if they were like, "Here's a, just a little bite sized game to hold you over till the next project." We're charging sixty nine ninety nine for it. I hope you guys enjoy. Which Probably is basically what that. Ubisoft is doing with Assassin's Creed. <laughs> they, they they have they had they have the assassin's creed game coming out next year that's like yeah. the the uh og style assassin's creed game right to basically hold a lot of the ac fans over until the rpg when codename red or whatever is coming out but they didn't give that a release date yet i almost felt yeah. like they were doing that just to hold people over because it's like ac has gotten so much bigger i think so much bigger since they went to the new formula the, the new like more rpg style formula so yeah it, it kind of reminded me almost of because like the the yakuza also just dropped like three or the, they just dropped like three yakuza games all at once and mm -hmm. ubisoft dropped like three ac announcements all at once all within like a, a week or two of each other it's, it's such an odd thing to have True. Mm -hmm. <laughs> usually yes. there's like one announcement at a time and both these companies dropped three announcements all at once of like future games yeah right 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 and yeah, that's uh, that's actually another thing that's excited people about this uh, this spinoff game. So again, to avoid spoilers, the man who erased his name, it's referring to Kiryu, the protagonist of the series up until the seventh game when it becomes an RPG. 
And so this game is going to talk about basically what this character was up to during the events of Like a Dragon, while Ichiban's like having his big RPG adventure. And there's a little more to it than that, but again, purposely trying to avoid spoilers as much as possible. And this game is going to be back to brawling. So the people that hate menus will be happy to know that Kiryu is going to be throwing down. He's going to mm. get some sort of new fighting style. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Was it, wasn't Yaku, uh, Like a Dragon the first like turn-based Yakuza game? Or... Right. Yes, oh, yes, okay. yes. They were all like brawlers up till that gotcha. game. And that game just randomly decided to be an RPG. So Greg and Mary, is there anything in the world that could get you guys to try these games? uh i have to unhook myself from fire emblem and xenoblade at the moment but like hearing like y'all talk about the yakuza games i've had friends be like i think you would like them like you like you know you should check them out and like i've been watching some of my friends like stream them and i'm so i'm starting to like warm up to it and be like okay yeah like these look really good like these do look like something that um like i would enjoy and like the people who are recommending them to me haven't been wrong yet so <laughs> very cool very cool greg how you vibing with this i would play it if brett offered me a free month subscription to his feet finder profile <laughs> uh, he said he's dipping his toes in the yakuza waters and i'd, I'd like to see that oh uh, yeah i see what form. you did there i see what you did there okay <laughs> uh, all right no i i think the combat's really interesting at least for the uh I don't want to say it wrong. The Ishin one, um, yeah. I I I find I found that kind of interesting. Just the the similar types of of combat with the uh, with Rise of Ronin, how they mm -hmm. use the time period and the ability to to you know have have swords and guns to give like maybe the combat some speed and something a little bit different. So I think that's interesting. Um, just that alone, but the Yak, I don't know. For me, it's always felt a little overwhelming as well as like turn-based combat mm. now is like kind of a turnoff for me. I mm. just I don't I don't know how to approach it. And I'm like, you know, I'm already I already suck at at you know investing time into games and like coming back <laughs> that and actually finish them. So <laughs> I'm 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 kind of at a at a standstill with them. So I don't know. I, we I, shall see. Uh, I'll, I'll say this, Greg, like this. Like a Dragon couldn't be further from my type of game traditionally. And I also, along with you, one of the reasons, I always heard how good it is, but one of the reasons I didn't want to start it was because it was turn-based. That, that was a turn-off to me as well. But, like, it hasn't bothered me one bit. And, and part of it might be because it is pretty simple, maybe mm -hmm. to a fault if you have, like, someone that's uh, turn-based, um, like someone that really loves those types of games. Um, but for someone that's not really into turn-based like it, it was very easy to get into yeah. and uh it, it hasn't bothered me a bit like i've actually really enjoyed it like i like i mentioned awesome yeah and i will say that there's a lot of yakuza games and frankly i don't expect people to spend half a year playing them all like i did that's a little bit of an unrealistic <laughs> ask although now i am asking you all to do that but <laughs> but i as i've said in the past i yakuza zero chronologically it's the start of the series most people agree that it's also one of the best so even if you just never bother playing another yakuza game again i really think it's worth it to play yakuza zero um 
I also think it's worth playing like a dragon because it's a clean start because you have mm -hmm. a whole new character, brand new character, um, and, and, yeah. and that's where I started the franchise with. Um, I realized after playing the entire franchise, there's like a thousand Easter eggs that I missed by playing like a dragon first, but it didn't hurt my experience. It was still one of my favorite games I played that whole year. So I am a cheerleader uh, for Yakuza Zero and like a dragon, and it's on and... Game Pass for pc and well, i think it's uh it's, there you uh, go it's also on uh ps plus too so like you you oh, can play pretty much any yakuza game for free if you have those services both xbox and playstation dude right and they just they just started adding this into the xbox app on pc it gives you the playtime. how long to oh, be right how long to be right oh that's right i yeah. did hear about that that's yeah. awesome yeah. 30 yeah 31 hours for the main story, 64 hours for the main plus extras, 140 yeah. hours for the completionist, and all styles, 56 hours. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, these games are kind of as long as you want them to be. If you just yeah. follow the main story and skip everything else, they're probably short. But I usually wanted to do a lot of the extra content because yeah. it gets so zany. So mm -hmm. many of the side quests go into such ridiculous territory like... All of a sudden, you enter like a like an RC car racing league with like little kids, and like it's just uh, it's it's gold. But Dude, I'll leave the it the, that. the the men in diapers has got to be one of the wildest <laughs> missions in any game I've ever played in my entire life. Yeah, I was like I was laughing so hard. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> so good. It's like oh all right this is a this is the sort of video game this is very cool you walk very into cool. a room and they're all just on their back like with their hands <laughs> yeah. in the air with with, with bottles in their mouths acting oh like babies you're like what in the hell is going on right yeah. now and i'm pretty oh, sure those so guys good. are like those guys are all in the yakuza i think like they're they're yeah. one of the families yeah right. so you know, <laughs> that's what you're getting into yeah it's good so uh, we're starting to wind things down here. We're just going to touch on a couple a uh, little more t small topics, and then uh, I think we'll uh, call it quits for the night. So since we probably should talk about some Nintendo-esque things on our Nintendo podcast, if uh, crazy thought I know, uh, Mega Man Battle Network, Battle Network Legacy Collection, that was announced at uh, the uh, Capcom Showcase at Tokyo Game Show this week that it is getting online features it's getting online chip trading and online battles so for those who don't know who are listening in these games you play as like a human who jacks into the internet and people love that he jacks a lot he jacks into the internet he jacks and there's megaman.x and he jacks in and there's Mega Man, and <laughs> Mega Man he defeats viruses in a digital world and in order to defeat viruses, he uses chips, and chips give him all his powers. So there's a little bit of a Pokemon aspect there. You're not collecting different Pokemon, but you are collecting a lot of different chips with different powers. And it used to be that all these games, more or less, were on Game Boy Advance, and you had to have a link right. cable to connect and play multiplayer and trade. Now all of a sudden, looks like you're going to be able to play with whoever and do whatever around the world, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, has anyone ever touched this franchise other than me? Mm -mm. That's a hard no. Sweet. That's a hard <laughs> no. Awesome dog. All right. <laughs> I, I, did, I did read that, um, kind of going back to what I was saying about some of the net, Netflix series, apparently this is dropping in two volumes as well, which is uh, yeah. kind of strange. But yeah, for well, anyone who it's, cares. Uh, it's, it's in line with the previous collections. 
So, uh, so the, Mega Man, the Game Boy Advance ones are dropping, and then the other ones are right. Oh no, they're uh, so kind of a weird thing to explain. But long story short, all the games in these collections are Game Boy Advance games. Oh, okay, gotcha. So it's just that there's there's six of them, and uh, starting at three, they started releasing two versions of each, like Pokemon. That's right. So they're able to say that technically this collection has ten games in it, when realistically it's it's basically six. Gotcha. Uh, and they were all on Game Boy Advance, at least these particular versions. There was also a couple DS games, but what's included in this collection is, yeah, the Game Boy Advance stuff. Um, the reason I wanted to give these a quick shout out, other than the fact that we should have Nintendo games on our podcast, is that uh, <laughs> these were like massively, well, by Mega Man standards, the Battle Network series was some of like the most popular and like, well-selling games that uh, the series ever had. So there's a lot of people that have been hoping for this collection for the past couple years at least, and are like super stoked that it's coming. And the fact that this is actually getting online features could like really help these games blow up, even in a way when they never could before. Back in a time where there was actually Mega Man selling over a million copies. So I just think it's really cool. I think the community thinks it's really cool. And sure. uh, just in the last yeah. couple years, even there's been a, a sudden proliferation of, again, most people don't know they exist, but there's been a, uh, a like a lot of indie offshoots of Battle Network all of a sudden, like grid based combat where you use cards and you use different powers. Uh, like One Step from Eden uh, was a really, really solid indie game that's getting like a multiplayer spinoff. And I know that dev and I've supported that dev before. So, um, I feel like this could be a rising tide lifts all ships situation where like the big daddy's coming back. It's going to help out the indies that have come in since. And then the indies are going to help this too. So, yeah, I think that's cool. So I guess we'll call that my Brett rant for the night because it was basically me <laughs> speaking into the void and you <laughs> nodding along and smiling politely. Uh -huh, Thank you for uh -huh. playing your part. All right. <laughs> it's cool. It, it had it had one feature. Like I, I don't know that I'll ever play these. They look interesting, but there's man, there's just so damn many games to play. I just don't see myself, if I'm being completely honest, ever playing them. Yeah. But on the yeah, video, yeah. there's one feature that looked really cool. It was like a high resolution uh, filter where you could mm. take it from being like its original like uh, very pixelated state and like making it high resolution and looking more modern. I thought ooh, oh, there, but I saw that, yeah. I saw the Game Boy loyalists being real angry about oh, yeah. that. Oh, They're I'm like, sure no, people lost their shit. You're oh, yeah. filtering out what makes <laughs> yeah. this game like so good. I mean, okay, because the Game Boy Advance does have really beautiful pixel art. Like I think we all know that. And oh man, like yeah, I, <laughs> I saw people that. losing it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I like I didn't I didn't go crazy when I saw that happen uh, only because like the zero collection also offered a, an optional filter that you could turn on or off. So I just kind of assumed that you could turn this off. And last week we got that confirmation finally that we can turn that off. So yeah. cool. I can get my pixels. I like my pixels. That makes me happy. So, yeah, I I, I hope this game doesn't just bring back like fans like me. I hope it can get a lot of kids because this game really appealed to kids on the Game Boy Advance. So I just want Mega Man to be healthy. I love Mega Man. For sure. And one more topic for tonight. Uh, Sui Koden. It mm. is back against all odds. Konami RPGs that people were excited about like 15 to 20 years ago. <laughs> 
or plus. It's actually coming back from Konami, no less. Konami, yeah. the developer that people just love to shit on, basically. And I, I, I consider myself more lenient to Konami than most, maybe even if it's not deserved. But uh, yeah, um, I've, if I ask if anyone's played this before, I'm going to get a bunch of people politely shaking their heads again. So That's basically instead, what's going to happen, yeah. <laughs> instead, I'll ask, is there anyone who would be curious to try these games for the first time? Uh, yeah, I was I was telling Brett when when this when we first uh, found out that they were doing this, um, I I actually really would play these games, um, especially if if you're talking like between this and the Mega Man uh, Battle Network, I think these would be something I would play. To be honest, like it, it looks really pretty too. Yeah, like graphically, it looks like very uh, very pleasing graphically. Yeah. Um... It's funny, like I think I think Square Enix like literally took out a trademark or something on HD 2D, so they can't call mm -hmm. it that. But this is clearly Konami's stab at for doing sure. HD 2D. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, I uh, on the on the Vita actually on the Vita. I don't I don't know maybe six years ago or longer. I finally played Sui Code N2. Um, that's the one that's like the most well regarded. Honestly, I didn't love it, but there were parts that I thought were really cool and unique. And the one that I appreciated the most was that in most JRPGs, at the end of the game, you're either like fighting at a chasm beyond the void of reality, or you're just like straight up killing God. Like that's, that's how JRPGs work. Like if if God's still alive at the end of the game, that probably just He's means dead. you got the bad ending and you didn't play the right way. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in this game without getting into spoilers it's like way way more grounded like you don't even explore the whole world because different games explore different parts of this world but like in the one i played which was two the whole thing is focused on a a uh, national like uh, international conflict between a few nations in one part of the world and when you resolve this conflict the game just ends like there's no super monster that jumps out of a pit that's like summoning you to like to like a mountain in the sky. Like no, you just you go to a castle, you have your tussle, and that's it. I, Interesting. I think that's refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm I'm just glad you're here so we know how to pronounce it. I always thought it was Suikoden. I, mean, I always called it Suikoden. I guess it's uh, <laughs> Suikoden. Suikoden. <laughs> I mean, I'm you know I'm not fluent in Japanese or anything, but I I think that's how you would vaguely uh, tackle those syllables. But yeah, and uh, this is coming to Switch, right? Yeah, I think it's pretty much coming to everything. So everything, that's pretty okay. cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we're winding down for the night. Was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on? Anything hot and exciting to you guys, other than yourselves? Uh, I don't think uh, so. Um, play the the. If any of you guys are into it, uh, play the uh, Modern Warfare Two uh, beta that's out right now. I think it goes through okay. this weekend, oh, it unless it just ended. Right. I, I pre-ordered it, so I did the early access beta, but I think it's open till this weekend. It's pretty good. It's um, cool. it's probably I played with my son last or like uh, a couple nights ago, and it's probably the most fun I've played or had with a, a Call of Duty or any online shooter in a long time. So uh, I'm actually interested in an online multiplayer game for the first time in a while. So wow, jump on right. and play that beta. Yeah, it's quite a recommendation. <laughs> Anything else out there? Greg, was uh, any of the NVIDIA stuff of interest to you? Yeah. Um, Performance-wise, 
um, I I just want to say, you know, I'm I'm still hopeful that they're going to have other iterations of the card, um, you know, in the the forty sixty forty seventy series. Um, it's just it's just amazing to me that the I mean the prices are still kind of high, but then again it's like the forty ninety, um, the four thousand series that that Nvidia announced, and then it's um, in terms of CUDA cores the power processing power of it. Um, is about 60% higher than the Series X right now. So that should give you some idea of just like horse... Yeah, horsepower (laughs) um, for the card itself. You can play Um, games at 500 frames per second. Yeah, Yeah, well, I mean... 8K, 500 frames per second. (laughs) Well, I mean, and and that's what, you know, uh, some of them were boasting, you know, displays, you know, up to four displays at at 8K. So (laughs) you are going to see that. But, I mean... That's nuts. I'm I'm just hopeful. I know, and like you know, to, to play something at 8K at 120 FPS, um, you know, on on you know a nice monitor, um, you know, I am hopeful though that some of the stock does come and uh, return to stores. I am starting to see it now, and I've been debating on whether or not to to upgrade uh, a monitor for my fiance, but as well as like my GPU. Um, so I'm happy that I can finally do that beyond the the EVGA 3060 that I have right now, even though EVGA is no longer dealing with NVIDIA because of shitty business practices. Right. So we shall see. But I, I I'm just glad you know we're getting to a point that like some of the um, the the scalping the the you know people buying up large quantities of of consoles and graphics cards and and retro games and pre-orders and limited editions is starting to slow down a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, elite leave some for the rest of us folks that have just been waiting patiently to upgrade. The only reason I ended up getting a 3060 in the first place was because a friend of mine who is a, also another uh, editor at his, at his, at his own uh, game review site gave me his card that he extra card he had. <laughs> and he just had you it know, hanging around. Like, well, yeah, I think he might have been testing a few of them. I don't know if he was mining wow. with it or whatever. I was just glad to get it. But mm-hmm. he's a homie that went, you know, a uh, friend from long, long time ago in, in games writing. But, you know, I, that's just me. You know, and other people out there have been waiting, you know, patiently just to try and get one of these without having to pay, you know, 300% above MSRP on, on Marketplace or eBay. So, Hopefully that it calms down a little bit, but performance-wise, um, you know, it's quite a significant lift in in current gen cards, and and you know there there is that free uh, ray tracing uh, DLC release for Portal Two, so that's pretty cool mm. to see. But I'm just excited to see yeah. where we go in terms of of graphics here in this next generation, and you know we're yeah. we're we're still in very early on in the uh, in the um, you know, Xbox and PlayStation generations, but as well, you know, this kind of points to, you know, what's the potential for whatever Nintendo Nintendo comes out with next, considering that they were also a user of, uh, of NVIDIA in their hardware. So sure. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Technology is like, just, I don't know. Like it's just sort of reaching a point where like you knew it was going to get eventually, but it's kind of surprising to see it's finally getting there, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Even that like... it, it, it's just crazy that 8K is even a thing. 
like 4, <laughs> yeah. 4k hdr 10 already looks so beautiful like how is how is it gonna get better it's it's it kind of blows my mind really yeah and, right and like getting... eventually it's gonna look like we're just like looking through a window at something that happens to be like three, <laughs> yeah. three meters away from us yeah yeah so. It's just crazy too, because like the power consumption is like significantly dropped. Like it's only two hundred and eighty-five watts to power, you know, the forty eighty with twelve wow. gigs of GDDR six, mm. and so it's like, you know, that's, that that just means better performance out of consoles like like the Switch. Whatever comes next after it, you know, they're going to be able to pack a lot more punch into something smaller, and so mm. it leaves a lot of room for potential, especially. DLSS, uh, ray tracing, mm -hmm. higher resolutions. I mean, yeah. even if it did 2K, it would be nice. So, dude, there's yeah. he's showing a preview of that portal with the ray tracing. Stupid yeah. game. Awesome, oh, man. Dude. Yeah, oh my like, god, it looks I like a brand portal new game. Too. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, did, I think that's part of the reason for me is I just played it for the first time a, mm. a couple months ago. So seeing this, I'm like, what the hell? That is not Portal 2. Right? <laughs> it yeah. looks insane. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, man, it's that beautiful. Well, on that uh, rosy, optimistic note, I think we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, Mary, would you uh, like to give a shout out to Destructoid TikTok and all that? Yes. Uh, make sure to follow Destructoid on TikTok. We're doing some pretty cool stuff over there. Um, we just reshared my fun little uh, Smasher Pass interview with the High on Life devs. Uh, <laughs> so go nice check that out. Yeah, and, I'm interested to see that. Yeah, it's it was really fun to do. Um, and I'm posting a Zelda theory later this week, and we've already got oh. one up that Brett did. So oh. go check out the Zelda theories and stay tuned for another one. <laughs> oh man, well if that ain't just the most enticing teaser, I don't know what's wrong with you. So if you've made it this far, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Please smash that like button. If you hit it, it doesn't count. You have to smash it. If you're listening Bunch to <laughs> us on any of those services, uh, we're on all of the podcast services that anybody actually bothers to listen to. So uh, hunt us down on whichever one you like. If it's available to give reviews, give us five stars, 100%. Buy us a meal, please. We'll take anything. We're very hungry. And uh, <laughs> thanks for over here. There you go. <laughs> we have been Spot Dodge. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.